and welcome to the Exceptional Scrum Master Podcast. My name is Yinka and I am your online Agile coach. This podcast is designed to help you understand all things Agile, help you land your dream job, and help you succeed in your role as a Scrum Master. So if you're an aspiring Scrum Master or you're relatively new to the concept of Agile, then this podcast is what you want to be keeping up with, all right? Because we are going to take you to that next level. All right, guys, so moving on. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing the top three things you need to do when joining a new team or a new organization. It's very crucial that your first 30 days in your organization is very strategic because when you are joining a new team or a new organization, one of the things you've got to have at the back of your mind is that you need to create understanding and build trust with the people you're going to be working with. Because until you have understanding and you have trust with those people, only then can you really help them achieve you know, their goals and really help them become very successful and very effective. So it's important for you to understand, or rather, it's important for you to know that creating understanding and building trust with the people I'm going to be working for or working with is extremely crucial. So what are some of the things that you need to do? The first thing you want to do when you join a new team or join a new organization is for you to, first of all, meet with the leadership. Now, who is the leadership? Okay. A lot of times, many of the teams or many of the organizations that you're going to be working with will have like an agile center of excellence, like an agile office, where there is like the director of agile, or there is the manager in charge of like the scrum masters. Other times you might have organizations whereby the manager of the team that you're working with or the director of the department or depending on the project that you guys are working on, there would usually be a leader that you can always meet that can give you, you know, ideas and information on what the overall perspective and the overall goal of the team of the group of teams that you're probably working with are working on. So there's usually that person that you can meet to grab a bit of you know, understanding in terms of like, what does success look like to us? Okay. What are our goals? How has our agile journey been? Where are we right now? Where are we looking to get to in the next six months and the next one year? And it's very important for you to do this because when you do this, you're better aligned with the organization. You understand what the organization is looking out for in a scrum master. You understand where they are going to. And based on that information, You can craft your own work and craft the things that you do on a day-to-day basis to be aligned with your overall objective. Now, one of the mistakes that I see happen a lot is when Scrum Masters join organization, they stay very limited to the team that they are assigned to. And all they're really focused on is like, you know, facilitating for that team, working with a product owner for the backlog and all that kind of team level stuff. While there's nothing wrong in that, That only shows that you're very short-sighted. And a lot of times we might really get um, disappointed when we get a bad review or bad performance review. In this case, you know, focused on the fact or based on the fact that, you know, we are not performing or we're not delivering. And that's because we didn't take out the time to understand what the organization wants, where the organization is, so that you can use that information to get them to where they want to be. I'm sure some of you listening who are currently Scrum Masters might have seen this happen in your organization where you were interviewed for the position of a Scrum Master only for you to start the job and the role is slightly different. 
right? It's slightly customized to the needs of the organization. I've heard cases of where it's a scrum master role, but yet they are acting like project coordinators or project managers or things that are slightly different from the scrum master role. But you meeting with leadership helps you understand exactly how they function and where they want to be. And that way you can prepare yourself for success because now you understand that even though it's a scrum master role that was advertised, in all reality, they actually want me to be a project manager. And then you can know if that's a role that you can do or not, okay? But having that understanding really helps you, you know, it prepares you for success because now you know exactly where they want you to be, where they want you to go, and you can align yourself with it. So make sure that when you join a new team or a new organization, you're looking out for that leader. You know, you can even start from your manager, whether you're reporting to, right? So ask this question in terms of like, I'd like to find out what success looks like to the group and this teams that I'm going to be working with or the organization. You know, what do they see as a goal that you're looking for this teams and, you know, this organization to accomplish in the next six months? You know, because that clear goal, gives you something to work with and you need to have something to work with. Now, the second point I'd like to share with you that is really important for you to really get going once you join a new organization is for you to meet with the key stakeholders that are working with your team. And this key stakeholders, we include like the managers of the team, the product owner, the business stakeholders. You also even want to meet other scrum masters that are in the organization because they'll give you insights and intel into how things really run. So just don't start off doing your own thing and working in a silo. Remember that you're part of a system. All right. And the system has multiple parts. So you want to connect yourself as quickly as possible by understanding who are the people that are working for this team or working with this team? Who are the business stakeholders of this team, the product owner, you know, other scrum masters that are working that you guys might have dependencies with. Okay. You also want to meet one-on-one with every single member of your team. You're a scrum master. Remember that you have to build understanding and create trust. How do you create trust? By having one-on-one relationships with these people. You want them to introduce themselves to you. You want to get to know them. You want to understand, you know, how long they've been on the team, what they're working on, what are some of the challenges they feel that they are facing? You know, what is their perception about Agile? Having those one-on-one really open you up to people that don't even care about Agile or people that care about it. Having those one-on-ones will open you up to people who feel, you know, who know about the challenges that the organization is facing or the team is facing. So it's really important that you have this one-on-ones because it's a lifesaver. It would really save you. It will help you work on on purpose. It will help you achieve your goals even faster and it would help you realize value much quicker, okay? Also, before you start, you know, adjusting the team and making changes, it is very important for you to observe the team, okay? So when you get started working with a new team or an organization, you want to make sure that you take at least a whole sprint, right? Depending on, you know, how that sprint, if they work on a weekly cadence or a two-week cadence, you want to make sure you use that two-week sprint to truly observe. Don't be scared of, you know, of not jumping in, okay? So for example, it's a new team. Obviously, you know, they'll have sent you invites or you have to create invites. 
But when they get started, if it's not completely new and they've been doing things, you want to share with the team that, oh, I understand you guys have been working a certain way. I'd like to take my first week to actually observe how you guys run, you know, each of these meetings. And I like to just observe and take my notes so that we can then discuss. That way, when you share that with them, they understand what you're doing. And, you know, if it's daily scrum, then once the meeting kicks off, you can say, hey, welcome to daily scrum. Let's get started. How would you guys normally run this meeting? And then let them show you how they do it. Okay, so don't be scared that, oh, because I'm a new Scrum Master, I have to do X, Y, Z. Because you don't even know what you're doing. You're new, first of all. (laughs) Okay. Um, There's a probability that they might run things differently, that you observing it actually gives you intel and data that you can then use to coach the team. So don't just jump into the sea and try to change things or stare the port. Try to understand why they're working in a certain way, and then ask questions. So during your one-on-one, you can now ask questions like, oh, I noticed we do this a certain way. Is there any reason why we do this? You know, I remember back in the day when I was um, the Scrum Master to our team, and when I actually started coaching that team, I noticed that this team were two teams that were connected, right? They were heavily dependent on one another. So the two teams used to have their daily scrum together, right? So they'll have the first team kind of go first for the first 15, and then they'll have the next team go for the next 15 minutes. And while the rest of the, you know, team will be by the board, okay? And then when I was joined, I was like, this is a lot of people, right? This was like almost 20 people in a meeting. And this was literally like my first day. But I wasn't quick to start saying, oh, how come we have 20 people? This is a loss. We have to break you down. What I did was observe. Okay, I noted there are 20 people on this team. That's quite a lot, right? But I observed it. I didn't share that information with anybody. And so when I, you know, was listening into their daily from I noticed that, oh, this set of people were actually, you know, talking and planning their day. And then after a while, I noticed that this set of people did the same thing. So it was obvious to me, even without asking anybody, that this are two set of teams that we're having daily together. And so I noted, okay, two teams having daily together. Why, right? That's a question I want to find out. Observing the team gave me the um, opportunity to be able to really see how things are going so that then I can ask why and then gain understanding into why they're doing those things. But imagine if I jumped in the first day and I'm like, oh, 20 people, that's a lot of people. We probably need to break down this team. And then they'll reply and say, oh, yes, we're already broken down with two teams, by the way. Okay, you don't want to put yourself in all those uncomfortable situations. So please don't jump the gun. Make sure you observe the team. And then you can ask questions and then based on the responses that you get, you can figure out if that's an anti-pattern that you need to coach them towards the right way, or if it's something that they are doing based on the limitation of the organization or the constraints of the, of the, of the organization or the kind of work they are doing. So you need to really understand that context is very important. Okay. So just don't go by the book and say, oh no, a scrum team is meant to be nine to 11 or they're about. And so you guys are 20, you guys are too much and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So it's extremely important that within your first, you know, two weeks of being in the organization, You've had the opportunity to have your one-on-ones with every team member. You've had the time to observe the teams. You've had your one-on-one with the managers, the business stakeholders, all the scrum masters, and basically every key stakeholder that is kind of like working with your team. Now, 
The third point that's very important for you as you join a new organization and a new team is this. After you've been able to do one and two, number three is very important, and that is you creating a backlog. Because now at this point, you've had you know, your one-on-ones, you've observed. So you have data that you can now work with. You're able to put them all together and prioritize a list of things that you need to be working on as you start this new organization. So you've heard the challenges that you're facing. You've seen the anti-patterns. You can now gauge their maturity in their agile growth. You now understand how is work being done? You know, how do they observe their meetings or how do they run their meetings? You've had two weeks to be able to do all of that. And then now based on that data, you can come up with a backlog that you can now start working with. So you can imagine two weeks down the line, by your third week, you already have a list of items that you're sharing with your manager, that you're sharing with the team to say, hey, based on my observation, this is what I've identified. How do you guys feel about this? And then once they're able to agree with you that they also feel the same way, you can then prioritize on the top two things that you want to work on as a Scrum Master and create action items towards that goal. Now, imagine that if you go to a new organization or you join a new team with this mindset, you can imagine how amazing you're going to be because in your first month, you already have probably about two things that you can really quickly um, achieve. And those are small wins that everybody's really like, oh, wow, this Scrum Master is already working. And that's the kind of Scrum Master you want to be. You want to be an exceptional Scrum Master. You just don't want to be somebody who is like a robot, who is just kind of like walking according to, you know, what is already existing and just go there. You're observing and watching. And you don't even know how things are going. You don't know the project that you're working on or the product that they're building. You don't know the key stakeholders. All of those things, when you are not in tune and in line with the organization, no wonder after three months, you have your manager complain about you that he can't see your effect. They can't see how you're working because you didn't go to that organization with that plan. You didn't go to the organization with a plan. You didn't have a strategy before kickstarting your career or your job with this team or the organization. So I hope that with these three points, you are in a better position to plan yourself. And also, even if you've started your job, okay, it's not too late for you to actually get started, okay, on these things, if you feel like I haven't done any of these things. It's never too late. You can get started today. You can set up meetings with, you know, the business stakeholders. You can set up meetings with your managers to understand, okay, what does Agile look like for us? What is success to us in the next six months? You can create your backlog today. So don't say, oh no, I started a month ago and now it's too late. No, it's never too late. You can get started today and you can start making a difference with the organizations and the teams that you are serving. I hope today's podcast has been extremely amazing. I hope you got great points from it. I'm super excited to be back. And for those of you who are listening to this very minute, I apologize the last week. I wasn't able to drop an episode and that's just because I had a very terrible cold. And I'm sure some of you who can probably decode, can tell that maybe my nose is still a bit blocked. But I was like, no, I can't let two weeks go. I've got to come out here and record an episode for all my people. I miss you guys. I hope you guys missed me too. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do not forget to share with your friends. Don't forget to share on social media platforms. Don't forget to reach out to me if you have a question or two. 
I have always have been able to help you in your agile journey. And remember that if you're interested in coaching, I am always available to help you kickstart your agile career and your Scrum Master career. Thank you very much for listening. And I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.